Tell me, what scares you the most? Is it creepy clowns with their painted-on smiles? Gory movies? Or maybe it's being locked in a small, airless room? This is Eerie, a new limited series podcast from Brock Media. I'm Anna Bukutska, the series producer and host, and throughout these eight episodes, my intention is to creep you out. Every episode, a different writer will tell a brand new story, something strange, mysterious, and occasionally grotesque, written especially for this podcast and designed to scare someone, maybe you, out of their mind. In this episode, writer and performer Willie Hudson has written Shit Your Pants about what happens when you forget to reply to a message. So listen in and enjoy Shit Your Pants. Hey darling, I'm just getting off the bus. It's um, it's 4am, dawn's crack, nearly dawn's crack. We can see that she's peeking. I had to close the pub tonight on my own. I stayed way later than I should have. Every time I finished mopping the floor, I'd like step on it or I'd see something on it or I was like worried that it wasn't the right chemicals and somebody would drop something and pick it up and eat it and then I'd cause mass food poisoning. So I just kept mopping for about an hour. I've bleached it so much that I think it's got rid of the gonorrhea that Tristan gave me. Okay, so I'm just turning down my scary alleyway, so please prepare to shit your pants for Joseph's scary story of the night. 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 (laughs) This lady came up to me at the bar today and she was completely sopping wet and she had all this like long greasy hair that was covering her face so you couldn't really see her eyes and um, she pulled me in closer and she whispered this story into my ear. She said, my son is an Uber driver and there is a story going around about an Uber driver that went missing. Basically, it was about four o'clock in the morning and um, this driver was on his last shift of the night. Uh, He pulled up in front of this like very chic house and picked up these two very gorgeous men dressed in freshly pressed chef whites. And he saw that he was taking them to a late night cafe in Soho and he thought, oh, they must be gorgeous gay chefs. They got in the back of his car and the driver retched. They had a very nasty stench. It was like tripe wrapped in a mouldy towel. But the driver was a very polite man and he didn't say anything and he gently cracked the window open. The two gorgeous gay chefs sat in silence. They each pulled out a packet of crisps and they sat there munching away. The driver didn't usually let people eat in his car, but he thought, hey, they are gorgeous and it's crisps, so they won't make much of a mess. So they sat there munching as the car like trundled down a rather potholed road and the car was like bouncing all over the place, so much so that one of the gorgeous gay chefs dropped his packet of crisps. The driver glanced down and felt his heart plummet to his arsehole. 
It wasn't crisps that was falling out of the crisp packet, but what looked like severed penises. Before he could take a second look, the gorgeous gay chef quickly gobbled them up, then smiled a big bloody red smile at him through the rearview mirror. The Uber driver, shaken but still polite, continued the journey and tried to make small talk. What's on the menu tonight, boys? The gorgeous gay chefs licked their lips, pulled out two rusty forks and said, You. Okay, I'm home now. The keys are in the door and the door is locked. I hope you have a gorgeous day and that all of your dreams come true. Recording again so that I know that I've locked it. Again, the door is locked. Bye. Amber. Oh, Amber. Uh, I know that you haven't replied or listened to my last story, but I've just finished late again. Um, I had to count the till about 20 times because I didn't trust my numbers. Every time I thought about it, I lost count and I had to start again. Should I call Tristan? He hasn't replied to my message from last week when I said that I was leaving the keys next door. Do you think that I should check on him and just like say hi? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Well, anyway, I'm just turning down my alleyway, so please prepare to shake your pants for another Joseph's scary story of the night. 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 A little boy in a frilly tunic and a, um, a felt cap with uh, soot all over his face ordered a glass of milk at the bar and he whispered this story into my ear. Uh, there was a lady that lived up in Hampstead and um, she couldn't go to the butchers to get her sausages because uh, she was bedridden with flu um, and she was completely starving and she called out for help but nobody came. The neighbours, they were too busy having a barbecue. Suddenly, the neighbour's cat pounced from a tree onto her windowsill and into her room, as he would often do, and the lady had another pang of hunger. She licked her lips, pulled the cat in for a cuddle, and thought, this might make a yummy, scrummy supper. So she bit the cat, but the cat bit back. The woman screamed for help, but nobody came, and the cat ran away. So, eventually, she fell asleep, bitten, bruised, and hungry. In the middle of the night, when the moon was at its fullest, she woke with a start. She started wheezing and coughing, and it felt like somebody was scraping like a wire brush up her throat. And she clawed at her neck as she retched up a bloody furball, and it got stuck on her tonsils, and she had to rip them off. <laughs> she screamed in agony, jumped onto her windowsill, and pounced towards the tree. But the branch succumbed to gravity, and she fell to her death. Poor lady. Okay, I'm home. I'm locking the door and I hope you have a gorgeous day and that all of your dreams come true. And please send me a story back. Recording again, so I know I know that I've locked it. Again, it's locked. Fucked it. Bye. Locked again. Locked again. Locked again. Locked again. Locked again. Shall I message him? Locked again. 
Locked again. Morning, you bastard. Uh, I am really sorry for missing these. Um, we haven't had a Joseph scary story in ages. So, um, yeah, I rate the Uber one 8 out of 10. That That's really good, actually. That's really giving me the willies. Oh, oh. Um, but the cat one, you know that I hate the ones with animals, Joe. It's gross. You're gross. Maybe a four. Um, God, so mum's been calling me loads. Um, and I think that you need to call her and I think that you need to tell her that you've moved out of Tristan's. How are you getting on, by the way, on your own? Do you feel like the check-in's getting worse? I don't know, like... Is it? It sounds like it is. I think that um, Tristan's being a prick. I think that you should delete his number because um, that way you won't be tempted to contact him. And if I ever see him, I am going to whip his dick off. So, yeah, I can come and stay for a bit if you need. Actually, I can't till next week. But, um... Oh, okay, hang on, my phone's ringing. I've got to take this. Oh, she's alive. Thank you. I mean, it wouldn't kill you to send me a story back, please. It's meant to be fun. And you don't need to worry about me because I'm actually going on a D-A-T-E tonight with this guy called Leo that I've met on the apps. Um, he works in a bookshop and he loves pizza and wine. So I'm, um, I'm just buying him a bottle of wine now. There's one here with a dead seagull on it. I mean, I only buy bottles of wine depending on what the picture looks like, so I'm sure this will be delicious. <laughs> You know, you should try raising your eyebrows, Amber. You can get very serious. Raise your big furry brows and please send me a scary story back. You used to be so good at them. Oh my God, Joe, I am at work and I need to finish this report. Fuck. You're a piece of poo. Don't be fucking stupid all the time. I'm trying to be serious with you. You can't go to sleep without checking that every appliance in the house is unplugged and at least 30 centimetres away from the wall. And I know that you, you're not even telling me half the things that you're doing, so just... Fucking call mum. Sort yourself out. Not everything has to be a joke. Hey, um, I'm on the date and um, everything is like totally fine. Um, I'm just, uh, I'm just in the toilet. Leo is really nice, by the way. Um, he smells a bit like Palmer Violet, so I think that's like the moisturizer he's got on. But um, and I think I saw Tristan. I'm not sure. It looked like the back of his head, but I couldn't see his face. And but. I'm like, it's all fine and this date is lovely, but, but I think I've left my door open. I think I've left it wide open. I, I can see it in my head right now. It's like wide open at the end of my alleyway and literally anybody could just go in and I, I can't remember. I just can't remember if I shut it. Fuck. Fuck, Amber, I'm really sorry. I know I sound like a fucking psycho, but I didn't record it because I just thought I had it, but now I'm here. I, I can't remember. Like, should I, should I go back, do you think? Should I, should I get the neighbours to check? Fuck's sake, I'm just sat in the toilet in this cubicle. Like, did I lock it? Did I lock it? Did I lock it? Did I lock it? I don't think I did. Bollocks. Do you reckon Tristan's, like, following me or something? Oh, I'm gonna have to go back. This is the nightmare. Amber. Hey Joe, uh, how are you getting on? Sorry, I feel like I was very rude to you earlier. Um, I just finding work like stressful, um, and I am very worried about you. So, hey, um, I haven't heard from you in a few hours. So can you just let me know you're okay, please? 
Joseph. Joe, what is going on? Joe, I'm worried. Right, well, how's this for a scary story of the night then? Uh, shit your pants for this, you bastard. Have you heard um, about the cursed voice note? So there's basically this voice note going round that's really weird and it's got like this old lady in it. And like when you listen to it, an hour later, this old lady stalks you. She jumps on your back, puts her fingers in your mouth and rips your face open, like all the way open so that your jaw snaps and you die. And the only way to stop her is if you send it on and get someone else to listen within the hour. <laughs> That's stupid, isn't it? Did you like that one? How's that for a scary story? That is so silly. <laughs> that is silly, isn't it? Like, that couldn't be real, could it? Okay, um, maybe I didn't make that one up, Joe. Um, I basically... Right, I went right, I went on a date with this guy and um he sent me that voice note and then ghosted me, obviously. Um and I am home alone and it has freaked me out quite a lot. Um and I think I think like it must be made with AI or something cuz it says my name in it, Joe. It says my name in the voice note and but that couldn't be real, could it? That's like fucking stupid. What is fucking happening? God, I'm really freaking out. I feel like there's someone in my house. I keep imagining there's someone in my house. Joe, I need to hear from you. I really need to hear from you. Um, I need to hear what you think about this because I've basically I shouldn't have. Oh. Joe, um, can you get back to me, please? I think that. Um, it might actually be real because um, I shouldn't have looked, but I've looked online and um, people are saying that a body has been found behind the big Tesco's and it, they're saying that its face has been ripped open, like in the story, like it's been ripped from the cheeks and out. And I don't, I don't know what's true. I don't know if that's true. I just found in the comments on TikTok that apparently the police are like keeping it quiet, but then this girl has put the audio online and now people are saying that there's like this full-blown spree of these ripped open faces that's so fucking stupid that is so fucking silly fuck off <sighs> i don't know what to do i don't actually don't know what to do uh, i don't know what to do i'm just gonna send you it i'm so sorry joe i'm so sorry i'm just gonna send you it hello joseph can you hear me? I haven't done this before. I'm wondering if you can help me. I live just down the road. I've forgotten who I am. I need some shopping. Some milk. And eggs. And chocolate vegetables. Sad, 
physicist Hammer's given me your number. She didn't have time to help me. Can you? Can you help me? Joe, can you listen to the voice note now, please? And just maybe, like, send it to Tristan or something? But, Joe, I need you to listen. To... <laughs> I... I can help you if you need it. I can, get, I can help you. I can, um... What? what um... I can get... I can go. There's the shop, like, right next to my house. I can get you eggs. I can get you your eggs. Do you want your eggs? I can get you your eggs. What the hell? I've just conferred with the judges and it was going to be a nine for sound effects, but you've had points deducted because it's taking you so fucking long to send me one. So it's a soft six out of a possible hard ten. Thank you. I know you're wondering, where have I been? Well, I went back to the table and, um, and I was just honest with him. I said, Leo, listen. You are gorgeous, and um, I could happily sit here chatting shit with you until they kick us out and maybe even have like a very small kiss. <laughs> but I think I've left my door open and um, all I can think about is it just swinging in the wind like an open barn and all of my stuff nicked. So um, I need to go home and check it. And you know what he did, Amber? He took my hands in his, his big, strong, manly hands. And he said, Joseph, that door might be open. It might be closed. You'll never know. You can't control it. You'll lose your mind trying to control it and you'll lose your right to be happy. Trust me, I've been there. And I thought, mm, should I be taking advice from a man that smells like a sweet shop? <laughs> but the guy who I thought was Tristan turned around and of course it wasn't him. And I thought, this Leo is being nice. And I know that he's right, it's just, feels safer to worry sometimes. So I did what you said. I deleted Tristan's number right there. So I'm sorry, but I won't be able to send your lovely cast voice note to him as much as I'd like to. <laughs> I gave sexy Leo a huge big snog and I've just left his flat and I'm on my way back home now. <laughs> I'm just getting on the bus. Okay, I'm off the bus and I'm just turning down my alleyway and there is, um. There is a new Shit Your Pants episode of Joseph's Scary Story of the Night, Morning Edition. Basically, when I was on this date, um, this waiter had these like ghostly red pale eyes and these sharp teeth and a long billowing velvet cape. And he nibbled my ear and he asked me what I wanted to drink and I said, uh, Prosecco. Um, and he said that they have a very special type of red Prosecco that is imported from Newton Abbott that I might be interested in. And there was a, um... Hang on, Amber. I think that actually my door is open. Fuck. Oh, fuck, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. There's like, um, I think somebody's knocked it down.
there's like scratches all up the door. It's like, it's like dug in with nails. Like. Can you hear that? Um, who, who are you? You're, you're right. Are about that listen I've um I've, I've just had this song and it really made me think of you and I wondered I wondered if you could like listen to it and let me know what you think if I, if I send it to you can you listen if I send it to you right now will you will you listen straight away please listen listen to it and because um because I'm like bored so please listen to it please hello is that Leo can you hear me I haven't done this before. I'm wondering if you can help me. I live just down the road. I've forgotten who I am. I need some shopping. Some milk and eggs and chocolate digesters. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Shit Your Pants, written by Willie Hudson and performed by Willie Hudson and Ella Brucalleri. You can find more of Willie's work online at Willie Hudson Limited. Eerie is produced and hosted by Anna Bogutskaya, edited by Mike Munzer, with original music by Mitch Bain, and our artwork was designed by Mike Lee Graham. Eerie was co-produced by Regina Cameron Pereira for Brock Media and our executive producers were Sarah Brocklehurst and Nicole Davis. Follow us at We Are Brock Media on Twitter and Instagram for updates on Eerie, Never Told and other Brock Media podcasts. 
And if you enjoyed this episode of Eerie, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your scary stories.